This 36th Man Fireside Chat has been brought to you in part by... The Eye Ring. Diamonds are forever. But eye rings read your wife's text message from your ring finger. Eye Ring. Think different. It also tracks your every move. everybody welcome to the uh, 36th man podcast we are on episode 10 it is february 2nd 2014 i am anthony rodriguez and my buddy here is chris adams hey hey right, it's so, february uh, 2nd already yeah yeah it's i'm nuts man <laughs> yeah i'm just happy it's closer to uh my school quarter being over i, I think i'm gonna take a break after this one because it's it, i'm i'm kind of done I'm spent, I think you dude. should because I want to play games this summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm taking summer off for sure, no matter what. But I'm talking oh, about like shit. the April to uh, April to June quarter. Yeah, I don't know how you do it. I think I'm gonna have to start alternating. After summer's over, I'm gonna go like uh, fall, then spring, and have winter and summer off because. This shit sucks, dude. Just <laughs> I said that after high school, and then I never went back. Oh well, well, I, I get nah, pa- I, I get paid back, to go to but... school, so I'm missing out on money if I don't go. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's like the it's... only motivating thing. <laughs> it's Super Bowl day, man. Ah. People are going to be hearing this on Monday, so congratulations to the Giants. I don't know who's in the Super Bowl. Oh fuck, I don't know. I know it's the two states that legalized marijuana. That's it's Colorado, Colorado and Seattle. Yeah. Colorado and Washington. Yep. So pe- people are listening to this on Monday. Congratulations, Colorado, because you've won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Congratulations, Seattle. <clears throat> <laughs> and then tomorrow morning I'll just edit this properly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and people will think we're psychic. Oh, <clears throat> man. So uh, so what you been playing, dude? I'm hooked, man. I'm hooked on Ollie Ollie. Oh, yeah, that's right. You've always been big into skateboard games, though. Oh man, I just can't. I can't get enough of the skateboard games, and we've had too long of a drought. We had that that weird half-assed uh, like Tony Hawk HD or whatever they called it, Tony Hawk Remix, or I can't remember what it was called. That was Came a while ago, though, Live. right? It was probably two years ago. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of been yeah. dead since then. <clears throat> and I'm that really wasn't. Skate. That was kind of like just a a holdover or something. It really wasn't. Yeah, I th- I think. I think that was more or less Activision's – I can't remember who developed that game now, but I think that was Activision kind of let, letting them kind of test the water, and they did it as a downloadable. Oh, and it didn't, okay. <clears throat> it didn't do as well as they thought. But a lot of it has to do with the fact that it wasn't really that good of a game. So Right. <laughs> I'm surprised that EA killed the skate franchise. I know why Activision killed Tony Hawk. I mean, that shit needed to be put out, put out back in the pasture. Right. You – you were a big Tony Hawk fan when we first met. And oh, dude! You tried to get me onto him, and I pl- I think I played for a while. I just it was too intricate for me. I, th- I think the controlling. 
Oh, you would have hated skate then. Oh, I did. <laughs> I tried it. <clears throat> I remember you had me try it, and I was just like, nah, fuck this shit. Yeah, it's it's time. It's time for another good skate game. And the guys at Roll7, I, I think it's really smart what they did because <clears throat> it's a downloadable game. I think if you're a Plus member, it's like 9 bucks. And if you're not a Plus member, it's I don't quote me on this, but I think it's like 12 bucks. So it's more or less an endless runner. So it's very much in the style of like Cannibal or um, what's that one that got crazy popular? The uh, Temple Run. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's more or less like in that vein, right? So you, you just, you're constantly skating. But because it's on the Vita, uh, you got trick controls as well. So you're skating, there's staircases, there's rails, there's like ledges and curbs and as you progress through the level, um, you can only bail once, and then you start over. So, like an endless runner. <clears throat> and um, so like I said, as you progress through the level, you're just doing these skate tri- these uh, tricks, and you're just like, you know, adding up your score until you get to the end of the level. So the levels are only so long. It literally takes like, on the longer levels, maybe twenty seconds. At the most. Before you eat it? Long the, no, but how long the levels are. Oh, okay. Even if you didn't eat it, you went all the way through the level. I mean, they're no longer than like 20, 25 seconds maybe. Okay. None of them are very long. But they all have goals. So they have like a set of five goals. And uh, <clears throat> the goals are along the lines of like score X amount of points, do do a tail slide or do a tail slide to nose slide or whatever. And there's like five of them. And then once you, once you five star that level, it unlocks a pro level right below it which is uh very similar to the one you level you just played slightly different with pro goals i mean it's just like tony hawk they up the goals right but the cool thing about this game is like it doesn't play if you are expecting it to play like tony hawk or like a skate game that you've played before it doesn't it's you have to learn the controls all over again and which for me having played those tony hawk games for 10 years or however long they were coming out threw me off and I'm still I've been playing Ollie Ollie since it's come out and I still don't quite have it down because <clears throat> Tony Hawk you just hold a button down and release it to Ollie and then you had the the shoulder buttons for spins and just the face buttons for grinds well and this is different the thumbstick it's more or less like skate I guess the thumbstick allows you to get your board off the ground. So whether it be if you hit down, you ollie. If you uh, if you hit up, you nollie. And you got sides and corners and directions and kind of the uh, the half circle and the full circle. And those do all your board tricks. Oh, is this – is this? you said it's endless – like it's, it's like an endless runner. Is it – it's, it's like side-scrolling runner, though, right? Yeah, it's side-scrolling. And it's all in kind of like a 16-bit – Eight bit slash sixteen bit fashion, and even the music. I was gonna tell you, you dig the music because all the music is in like a kind of like old school, um, very similar to Cannibal. It almost looks like it was made. Oh, okay. By the dudes who who did Cannibal. Does it remind you at all of like Skate or Die or or um, what was the other one? TNC Surf. Uh, like TNC Surf because TNC was that side scroller. Yeah. Well, so well, yeah, die. I guess Skate or Die had some uh, top down stuff too. But uh, it's it's just cool. I usually am not into – I'm not huge into the small bite-sized games just because I like 
I like the story experience and I like the the long drive. You know, I'm right. a I'm a console guy, and so the the small games usually don't hold my attention that long. But this is the only reason I'm turning my Vita on, or it has been the only reason I've turned my Vita on for like the last two weeks or a week, week and a half, however long it's been up. Yeah, you and Jimmy have been going crazy on that game. Uh, speaking of Jimmy, Jimmy's not here. Right. He is not. He had um, some stuff to handle. I think he just wants to pig out on Super Bowl stuff. I think so. <laughs> He's eating chicken. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cook some chicken after this. <laughs> but that's all I've been playing the last week, uh, literally. I actually played um, – I went and played Brothers a little bit. That's a little older, but you know me. I've been, uh, yeah, as part of <laughs> as part of Anthony's backlog of shame. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I checked it out. I played it for, uh, I don't know, maybe a good three, four hours. The time went by actually really fast. Um, have you played it? the game's it? only like six hours, right? Is it? Yeah, I, I feel I like so. I'm pretty far in the story. Um, <clears throat> it's really weird to control, though. And, and being three, four hours in, I'm still not used to the, the two-stick Two stick, two player. Control. Yeah, it's really weird. And once, like, like let's say the guys cross sides and they're on opposite side of the screen, then the the sticks are. It just it just messes me all up. Yeah. But it, it's mm. it's pretty cool. Like once you get deeper into the game, the puzzles um, start getting a little bit more uh, challenging. But they're not really puzzles. It's, I guess it's just a way to like maneuver through the the environment. You had to, uh, like, there's one part where you tie a rope to each other, so you're tied off to each other. Uh-huh. One person climbs up one side of a wall and the other person climbs up the other one. And you have to let go of one guy and he swings over to this thing that he can grab on the other. So it's it's kind of like a um, – looks like a pendulum or whatever. Right. But it, it's pretty cool and the story gets uh, – I hear – unfortunately, I listened to the Bombcast Game of the Year okay. podcast. Right. So I, I already know – <laughs> I didn't know everything about the game. Yeah, I did too. I forgot though. <laughs> so I I hear it's really good. I hear the story is really good. And I've been wanting to check it out, but I, I think it was a – you're playing it on PC, right? No, I'm playing it on the PS3. And, and that's one thing that I'm – dude, the controller sucks. Oh, I, I, I hate that controller. Steam for some reason. No, well, I did. I bought it like the day before it went free on the PS3. And since I don't have a wired 360 controller or the wireless adapter thing oh, for my PC, okay. I was just like, ah, I'll just play this on something I have a controller with. Hmm. But hmm. it felt real weird picking up that controller, man, and playing again and turning on my PS3. And I, I actually didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like that experience. <laughs> it, it's not. Once you've played with the DualShock 4 and the Xbox One controller, Going back to a DualShock, whether it be two or three, because they're almost identical. Right. There, I just could never get the hang of that controller, man. It just, it never felt right. Yeah, I've, I've never enjoyed it. Even with those little clips, I bought those clips for the triggers yeah. to make the triggers concave or, uh, yeah, concave. It still, it helped a little bit, but those controllers suck, dude. They feel like nothing, yeah. like nothing's in your hand. They're not and I know there's so many people out there that like that shit too because it's been, they've been around for so long. Right. I mean, it is it is essentially a DualShock uh, One or right. a PS One controller. It's just yeah. you know the shape is the same. Uh, I just could never. That's why. Well, you know I, that that's why I've always played all my games on my Xbox, and even 
this last gen I played, you know, up until the last probably year or two years, I played almost everything on, on the 360, even yeah. though I've owned them both. Right. And uh, after playing this, it kind of makes me rethink going back and playing Infamous 2. I know I need to and I know I want to. But, dude, I really don't feel like spending, what, 30 hours with that controller again. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, for the PC, there's a hack so you can use your DualShock 4. Oh, I know. Yeah, I do know that. But, I mean, I'm fine with the 360 controller. I thought that was one of the best controllers made. It's it's solid. I had no issues with it. Yeah, I like it. It's Yeah, it's probably one of the better controllers, actually. Yeah. And speaking of getting brothers for free, this just dawned on me. I am so glad. I've been wanting one of my one of Chris's backlog of shame <laughs> games is the Metro series. I've never played any of the Metro games. All and I really I really wanted to play this last one, uh Last Light. It looked fucking awesome. It looked right up my alley. But it just came out too late in the year last year and I, I just didn't get around to to picking it up. And I, I've almost picked it up on Steam numerous times and I've almost bought it on the PSN numerous times. And I'm glad I didn't because it's one of February's free games. I know. Dude, there's so many free games. There's so many good games that come out on that plus. It's it's crazy how Microsoft tried to implement something like it and implemented it super shitty. Yeah. The last couple months for Microsoft, Gold, have been okay. It, you know, if Plus hadn't set the bar where it's at. Right. It wouldn't Gold feel was shitty. just doing this, it would yeah. look great. You know, yeah. the games they gave away on Gold were pretty good the last month. But when you have stuff like, <laughs> what was last month's games? Bioshock Infinite? Yeah, Bioshock Infinite, um, Devil May Cry, Brothers. Uh, Bioshock Infinite, DMC, and Brothers. Not to mention all the deep discounts they give you on Plus. Right. In comparison to Tomb Raider, <laughs> Guardian of Light for the Xbox 360. Yeah. Which was a downloadable title to begin with. Which, don't get me wrong, I had fun with it. I loved that game. I had fun with it. But we're talking about, like, a game that runs, you know, maybe $8 versus Bioshock fucking Infinite. <laughs> that was, like, <laughs> probably 60%, 70% of the media's game of the year last year. Yeah. And it's it was free last month on PlayStation Plus. It's just crazy. Craziness. It's still free, though, right? Like, it hasn't been knocked out yet by the, the next no. one? I don't think so well i think february 1st i think yesterday excuse me i think yesterday uh last light went up right and what is ps4 game this month it was don't starve last month it's outlast this month which i'm really looking forward to i, I almost picked it up on steam oh did you yeah you know before i before i realized it was coming so soon to the ps4 right i wish i had i had uh checked some previews on that before i bought that uh brothers but whatever (laughs) maybe i can gift it to somebody or something like that i'll have to look into that uh i think that's how it works well i think when you buy it you have to select whether you're going to gift it or not or if it's for yourself then yeah that's true but i'm I'm a newbie on steam man yeah i the more i've been thinking about it i think by summertime dude i'm gonna be i don't know a a pc a pc gamer because everything's on there i mean granted i got the consoles for whatever few excuse exclusives come out that i'll need to buy but it just seems like the best viable option right now because yeah the sales on steam are insane 
They are. They're fucking nuts, that, dude. Like, uh, what yeah. is it? I was looking at Arkham Oregon. Oh, Arkham Origins. It's forty bucks. Yeah. It's still full price, or I'm I'm pretty sure it's still full price in the stores, like for yeah. the consoles. And I can play it with my 360 controller. That's. But I, here's I, the thing: how long before Arkham Origins is on PlayStation Plus? <laughs> <laughs> that uh, seems like one of them games that's going to be popping up next month, you know? Yeah. And I know you don't want to play with the DualShock 3, but I agree, though. Like, Oh, that's I, right. It's on the old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah See, I won't. I'd rather buy it. I'd rather pay 40 bucks than I think I'm just See, over that controller, I, dude. I, um, I'm having the same issues. I'm thinking I should build a PC. It's been years since I've had a PC. Even the, my Steam stuff I run now, I run on my Mac. Right. And there's so much more on the PC as far as oh, the man, games. Man, once I, I got down that that Steam rabbit hole, uh-huh. and it was like you realize – I mean, I know I sound like incredibly ignorant right now, and I'm <laughs> incredibly late to the game. We're and both. I know that Steam has been there forever, and I know that Steam has had these great sales for so long. But, yeah. you know, after getting on it now and paying a little more attention to it, um, fuck, man, you just – those deals are incredible. Yeah, it's you just can't beat that. It's retarded. I've I've been buying games all month that I haven't played yet because I've been busy with homework and work and shit. Yeah. But I'm, bi- I'm I will up say a, <laughs> building up another backlog, I guess. I will say though that the PSN has done a pretty fair job of doing some pretty crazy fire sales. You see the fire sale that happened the last few days of the month. Uh, this this past month. Yeah, just uh, like this, the end of the week. I remember was, going uh, through. I, I went through there. I, I don't. I don't it remember. It was the, like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I think was the sale. And I can't remember what the games were, but it was random. They didn't, you know, they didn't announce it until the day of the sale, which I guess is what a fire sale is. And it was just a ton of. There were, there were some PS4 games on there. There were some PS3 games on there. There was like a VD game on there. Ton of great games just randomly on sale, and it's the same thing that Steam does. And so, PlayStation Network is getting fairly good at it i think and yeah they're, they're catching on uh microsoft is pretty slow to the game yeah the, and the tables Nintendo's the tables have turned pretty the same uh, game pretty drastically <clears throat> yeah but which i guess can that kind of kind of relates into news right yeah yeah i guess <laughs> we're doing news <laughs> sure let's do news all right what do you got Speak, speaking of news uh minecraft finally came to the PlayStation platforms. It's not on. It's coming to all of them, but it's only on PS3 right now. So it's coming to the Vita and it's coming to the PS4. I've never ever fucking touched Minecraft. Do you oh, ever me. plan on touching Minecraft? Uh, I haven't, and I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I will either. Well, you know what? Actually, it's big news. I mean, it's I, I've the fact considered that Minecraft it. is on it on the PlayStation platforms now is is big news. But I don't think I'm ever going to touch it. Right. I mean, I've considered it. I've wondered what it was all about, but I, I see it, and I just don't really have any interest. That's kind of where I'm at, too. My um, my nephew plays that a lot. Dude, kids. Kids play that shit like kids crazy. Kids love it. Dude, It's I'm telling you, it's the new age Legos. Yeah. yeah. That's just what it is. It's just a virtual Lego. Yeah, I hear him talking to it because, like, I'll be playing online on my 360, and if he sees me playing online, he'll just open up a chat with me. Even if he's playing something else, he just jumps in, <laughs> or he'll or he'll join the chats that I have going on already. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and then that. I hear him talking to like his buddy because he brings his buddy in that he's actually playing with, 
and they start talking about, hey, did you do this run or did you play that course? And I'm like, that game sounds a lot more uh, involved than what I perceive it to be. Apparently, yep. you can do all kinds of shit in it, which is what I, I guess it is. Yeah, I I don't know. I think we talked we talked about this when we talked about Rust last week. Right. It's I mean Rust is essentially Minecraft kind of, and I fell down the the Rust hole there for like a little bit, and I I don't think I could ever put that kind of time into Minecraft. Even if it is on, well, I take that back. When it comes out for Vita, if it's priced appropriately, <laughs> I might give it a try because that yeah. might be the kind of thing that I want to screw with on the go. Like if I'm on a plane ride, right? And I'm going somewhere, and I'm, you know, if I'm going to be on a plane for a few hours, I, I might. That might be something I'd pick up. Yeah, I could see you fucking with that shit on, on mobile. Yeah, I although I've never downloaded the mobile versions either, you know, Pocket Edition or whatever it's called. Right. Um, what else is in the news? How do you feel about the Lex Luthor casting? Uh, I don't know, dude. I, he's so for those of you that don't know, Jesse Eisen Jesse Eisenberg, right? Yeah, Jesse Eisenberg, dude, cast. dude from Mr. Social Mr. Network, Mr. Facebook. Um, uh, what was that other movie he was in? He's been in a bunch, but yeah, uh, he's been in a bunch. Uh, Zombieland. Yeah, uh, he was great in that. Adventureland. Um, anyway, he's been cast as. Lex Luthor in the Batman Superman flick. Right. I'm not too impressed with the casting overall in so far. Uh, I don't. It's bold. <laughs> it's bold casting. I, I like. That's the only thing that I can say is, you know, a lot of the time when, well, not a lot of the time because Robert Downey Jr. and Christian Bale are an exception, but a lot of the time when people are are casting a superhero. They like to cast a newer actor that people don't quite know yet, and this, th- like, what mm. they're doing is breaking all those rules. And I, I it's kind of cool to me that they're doing it. They're, it's like, fucking Ben Affleck is Batman. What uh, the dude from fucking Mallrats? I mean, I'm down with that. I, I have no issue with that. I use I did at first like the first day, but the more I thought about it. The dude looks – he looks good oh, in a suit. and I, I think the dude is going to do a great job. I just love that the that they actually took the chance on it. Right. I mean because after Daredevil, no, yeah. you wouldn't think that anybody would want to touch that <laughs> again. I know, right? right? But I, th- I think but, he's going to do fine. You can throw anybody in a Batman mask and they're Batman. You know? I think he'll yeah, be good as Chris, – Bru- Christian Bell was pretty lame as Batman actually. Uh, I'm gonna catch so much shit for that, but you know, no. Christian yeah. Bell was a great. He was a great Bruce Wayne. His Batman. I'm sorry, I just couldn't. I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like Swear him. Swear to me. I didn't like him. I, I didn't like his pencil thin lips. I didn't like his fucking growling ass voice the whole time. I just, I didn't yeah. like him, dude. I love Christian Bell, and I love him as Bruce Wayne. I thought he was great. He's a great actor. It's yeah. just how he portrayed. Uh, Batman, the character of Batman just didn't do it for me. That's all. Yeah, I'm, I was. I, I agree with you. Um, and I'm real interested in in Jesse Eisenberg as Luther. I I think Jesse Eisenberg is a great actor. Me too. But I just I think he's real I fidgety s- though. Like in all his he movies, is. he's super fidgety, dude. He is, and I just uh, that's I, the only thing. But then I'm again, then again, I also thought, man, Kevin Spacey is going to play fucking Lex Luthor and it's going to be the shit. And we all found out that it was shit. Yeah. And not the shit. Exactly. So, fuck, I don't know. Maybe 
I think he's a great actor, but for some reason to me, I don't remember what movie it was that I first saw Jesse Eisenberg in. It may have been, it may have been Zombieland or Adventureland or one of those movies. And I remember thinking to myself, like, this kind of this guy is kind of like a poor man's Michael Sarah, you know, like <laughs> yeah, they're he very just kind of reminded me of that, you know, like just kind of goofy and dopey. And then when he did Social Network, I was like, all right, this dude's got some fucking chops, you know, like he's not just kind of a goofball, right? Um, as Lex Luthor, though, mm. that's bold. Yeah, I don't know. Where's Michael Rosenbaum? Bring him back. <laughs> I thought the I same thing. Michael. Dude, he was he. I don't know. I, it might be just because I grew up with him, but he holds a a special place in my heart for Lex. Rosenbaum's Luther. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the question: Then, are they shaving his head? I don't know. You've seen the. I've seen a few iterations where he had hair. Um, well, yeah. Originally, the Gene Hackman uh, Luthor had hair. Well, it was a wig. Right. But they still put hair on him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Know, like. No, I mean, I'm thinking of like, uh, and this is out of canon, uh, like Red Sun. That Luther had yeah. hair. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm interested. Yeah. I'd like to see it. I I'm I not... just want to see some kind of screen. I just want to see a screenshot. Right. You know? Yeah. I, I, I don't, I I don't like the like chick, dude. Ben Affleck screenshot. <laughs> the chick? Yeah, what? the one they picked for Wonder Woman. Oh, Wonder Woman casting? Yeah. That casting I wasn't happy with. I, I honestly don't think that they're going to do – I might eat my words, and I hope I do. But I, I honestly, I, I don't think they're going to do Wonder Woman justice in this movie. I oh. think it's going to be – they're going to write the character so fucking weird, and her the mythology of the character is not going to be the same, uh-huh. I don't think. No. And because of that, it's not going to be Wonder Woman. Nope. But that's just my gut. That's what my gut's telling me. So who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of movies, though, uh, I I see I hear rumors that they're doing a Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie, <laughs> and I got so excited about this because I got a I got a son that's gonna be five months old in like a week, <laughs> and I've been trying to feed him all the stuff that I watched growing up, like Darkwing you know, Duck like, and uh, dude, like well, Tales I got all the all the GI Joe. Uh, DVDs. I got all the Transformer DVDs. I got you know a lot of the stuff that I grew up on the in the 80s. But then in the late 80s, the stuff that I watched when I was going to when I started going to school, elementary school and junior high school, was stuff like Ducktales, Chippendales, mm-hmm. Tailspin, um, and cool. then later you know Earthworm Jim and Freakazoid. So I bought all of those, and uh, I saw this headline and I was like, because you know they brought Ducktales back kinda this year with the game, right? And yeah. so I'm thinking, man, Disney, they must be going back into their, you know, some of their older properties and going to try and revitalize. So I click on the <laughs> link. No, it looks like it's going to be like uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Chippendales, where it's like, oh, live action, live action oh. CG Chippendale. <clears throat> yeah, that's not fun. Don't give me this shit. I like I, <laughs> give me some hand drawn 1989 Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Well, Rescue Rangers movie. was their, uh, like a side thing. Well, because Disney did all that with their characters, right? Like they took characters and then they made a yeah. universe for them. Like Tailspin was Jungle Book characters, and right. Rescue Rangers was Chippendale Chip and, and a couple other characters. And they had Ducktales with Huey, Dewey, and Louie and Scrooge. Mm-hmm. And, but before those, they they would just show up, and there would be real they were people, just char- right? Random characters, yeah, yeah. That's uh, 
I'd rather so, see Rescue Rangers. Yeah. <sighs> my my dreams have been dashed again for a sweet Chippendale reunion. Oh, dude, our childhoods are just fucked. Like we shouldn't yeah. we shouldn't expect anything anymore. Thank you, Michael Bay. <laughs> for, Michael Bay for taking our dreams of our childhood and turning them into garbage. <laughs> Michael Bay, <sighs> what's it? The Garfield movie. Uh, didn't they do a Marmaduke? Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's, I'm just done. I guarantee I, 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 there's going to be, if there hasn't been already, there's going to be like some kind of Mighty Mouse CG movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Didn't shit. they do, uh, fuck, they did that dog. Yeah. It wasn't even CG. It was a real dog. What, what do you um, mean? Jason Lee, Jason Lee played the, did the voice. Oh, uh, I don't know. No, nah, I can't remember what it was. It was a real Somebody dog? Re- yeah, it was a real dog. And it was, they didn't even bother to CG the dog in. Ah, uh, somebody write us and let us know. Yeah, I can't remember what it was called. I'm pretty sure Jason Lee did the voice though, and it was a '70s cartoon. <laughs> um, yeah. So enough of that. There's more. There's new iWatch rumors, <sighs> and the rumor is that it's going to be more like a Fitbit or a what is that Nike one called? The fuel. Um, the fuel band. Yeah. So. Apparently, their emphasis is going to be on fitness tracking. Okay. Which I'm okay with, as long as they have the functionalities that my Pebble already has. Right. Well, I don't know. I'd kind of like to see it have some more, uh, I don't know, like like a Nano, dude. Like, cause you do, know you, how, huh? do you like your Pebble? Oh, I love it. Okay, so at this point, what would it take... For Apple to release a smartwatch to make you go, sorry, Pebble, I'm getting this guy. Um, I don't know. It'd have to be able to stream my my music from my uh, – well, not even stream because it would just launch it. I, I don't know. I don't know what it would have to do, dude. It would just have I, to have some fucking fancy bells and whistles to it because the Pebble does what I think I need it to do. And that's the thing, right? So I we both know. I'm a fan of Apple. Right. And I was thinking about this today when I was reading this little bit of news. I love my Pebble. Yeah. Like, I absolutely love my Pebble. I don't ever look at my Pebble and go, oh, God, I wish it just did this. And I wish it just <laughs> did just just did this. That's all I wish. You know, there's not a feature. I mean, sure, could it have a touchscreen? Yeah. Could it have a color uh, high-density display or something like that? Sure. Do I need that? on my wrist not really right like i'm i'm very comfortable with what it does and so for the first time i found myself thinking i don't know what apple would have to do because you know damn well the watch is going to be at least 300 bucks yeah four or five hundred maybe so i'm not sure what exactly they would have to do in order to get me to say you know so long pebble like i'm a I'm an underdog kind of guy, like by nature a little bit. And so I, I always look at Pebble as like, Pebble is just that, that company that got kickstarted, you know? And the watch is everything that I could have ever wanted in like, you know, while watching Dick Tracy when I was a kid, I always wanted that watch. And the right. Pebble is that watch for me. Well, if it shot so, lasers, then, you know, I might switch. <laughs> <laughs> what about, what about response? See, so now on our Pebbles, we can get, our messages, but what if we could respond to our messages from an iWatch? Oh, okay, like via you know, Surrey. When when I was on Android, still there was an app 
I don't remember which Pebble app it was, but there was an app that allowed me to um, install a face that had built-in replies. So, mm. like, if a text came, I could I could pre-program it through my phone, and it would just update to the face, right? And I could select which reply I wanted to send back, like, driving, text you later, or I'll be right there, or on my way. See, that's smart. Yeah. Now, I hope in the coming days we're supposed to see the Pebble app, right, or the Pebble store. I thought it was supposed to be is, up already. No? It's up if you have the new one. If you have the steel, I guess it came with it because oh, steel okay. is shipping now. Right. But apparently, maybe it's already up today. I haven't. Che- I've been waiting every day. I check my updates and I, I haven't gotten it yet. So maybe that'll be something in within the app store that is within the Pebble app itself. Right. How do you feel about um, the steel? If if they would have changed the functionality, I f- it's really weird. I feel two different ways. If they would have changed the functionality, I would have felt ripped off because the, the Pebble just became, unless you kickstarted, the Pebble just became available in July. Yeah, that's when I got mine. At retailers. So unless you kickstarted it, you got your Pebble. If you have a Pebble, you got it in July, probably from Best Buy or you ordered it online. So if they would have announced this the Pebble Steel to have higher functionality than my Pebble now, I would, I would probably be upset because I'd be like, well, fuck, man, you know, they... They kickstarted this watch. It's only been around six months, and now they're going. That was just our, you know, demo. Here's the real thing. Right? They would have appled you. Right. <laughs> or Sony or Microsoft or Nintendo does it all the time too. Right. Oh, um, Nintendo's horrible. Here's your DS. Six months later, here's a Super DS. <laughs> here's a um, here's a DS that doesn't do the 3D that we told you that you needed. <laughs> right. That you needed. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, I found myself like thinking, what do I want out of a new Pebble watch? You know, like just a new design. So I look at it, and obviously, I want Gorilla Glass. I need Gorilla Glass right. because I go through, I go through um, protectors on my Pebble probably every two or three months. Are you serious? I yeah, I change the protecting on it because I just I'm con- you know I'm constantly working, I'm moving moving stuff around, and hey, the other day I stick. I dropped something down the side of my car seat, and so I reached my hand under my seat in my car, and, you know, you got those pieces of metal that kind of stick out down there, and I run the pebble face Ugh. all the way along that, God. and I pulled it out. Luckily, I have this the screen protector on it, right. the real thick one, That's and so I just cut thing. up the screen protector. Yeah. So I just cut up cut up the screen protector, and I, I had ordered three at once, which was smart. Yeah, that Amazon. was pretty smart. So I peeled that thing off and peeled and put the new one on. I started thinking, man, if I didn't have that thing on there, that would have just cut that screen. It would have left a huge gas in, in the in the uh, face of the watch. So I see the new Pebble and I see Gorilla Glass. I see steel, and I see design because it looks good. Yeah, it does look. It's good. a good looking watch, especially the black one, the black yep, steel. That's the one I want. That, that is a good looking watch. So my first instinct is, well, and you know me. I'm buying that shit. <laughs> when can I get it? When can I order it? So I wanted to order it. I wanted to buy it. But then I thought, do I need to spend $250? Because it doesn't do anything more than what my Pebble does right. now. Yeah, that's the only reason I haven't pulled the trigger. I like the way it looks because um, with my Pebble, with the current one, or the first-gen Pebble, I took that strap off. I hate that fucking wristband. Oh, I removed the strap too. I, I got multiple straps for mine. Yeah, I went and bought um, a couple of uh, – canvas 
Canvas that's wristbands. That's what I have. Yeah, because yeah. when I type at work, and I type a lot, the the wristbands that have you know the the hinge with the pin, I they get in the way because they they lift my wrist up. Right. And as little as that seems, when you're typing all fucking day, it sucks. Oh, absolutely. So the new one, it'll be thick again. That's another reason I haven't bought it. <laughs> and yep. I'll I'll have to wear that like. I don't know if I go out somewhere where right. where a canvas wristband looks kind of tacky when you're dressed up, you know. Yep. And a, and a canvas wrist, wristband would look even more tacky with a steel face. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. <laughs> that's what I would find myself doing is I would buy the steel and then I would replace the band. Right. Well, you so can't do that anymore. Realize... You can't do it. Have you looked at the hinges? The hinges are proprietary now. You sure? Yeah. I, I, I was I read reading this thing on there. The band. No, well as far as I know, and from what I read, they're proprietary. And from the way it looks, you can't huh. just get a regular watch band off the shelf and, and use it anymore. You, mm. And they haven't released anything yet that you can use with it. So I foresee them using that as like an accessory thing. Right. If, huh. if I'm right in my... Um, you, you may be right. Uh, but that leads me back to my original question. What would Apple need to do for me, I started thinking about that earlier today when I was writing this. You know, I thought, well, what the hell would Apple need to announce for me to go, well, I'm going to get rid of this $150 watch that I just bought in July and buy a new one from Apple. Right. And the first thing that I thought was integration. It's going to – not that the Pebble doesn't work with my phone because it works flawlessly. I never have problems with my Pebble. Right. Um, aside from when they did the software update, I had some problems. Yeah, that. I had a few uh, hiccups. That was there software too. side. So, I started thinking, well, the integration—it's probably going to. I guarantee you, they're going to work Siri into it somehow. Because you look at, oh you look my. at the Pebble. <laughs> you look at the Pebble and what they've done, and then you look at something like the Galaxy Gear. <sighs> and the Galaxy Gear has from from what I've seen and I'm not saying it works properly because I hear that nothing on that watch works properly, but it has voice activation and it has a full color display. And I think it's got a camera on it. Which yeah. Is That's retarded. And I think it has touch. It has a touch face. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I can guarantee you that any watch that Apple does is going to probably have a touch screen on it. Yeah. So I, then I started thinking, well, like you said earlier, why not why not just make the iPod Nano the iWatch? Right. They already make a band for it. Like, <laughs> there's official bands for the <laughs> Nano. I know. So why not just throw Bluetooth functionality into a Nano and pair it with your phone so you get notifications and voila, you have a watch. Right. So what does a nano cost? One hundred twenty-nine dollars. Uh, I, I think I think that's about right for the so, smallest one. Yeah. So you you have a nano. You buy a nano, one hundred twenty-nine dollars, and then you buy the band. They make official bands, where they make you know tons of other companies make bands. So let's say at the most you spend thirty dollars on a band. Oh wait, Apple makes an official watch band for it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't Apple know Apple makes an official watch band. So at that point. Wouldn't it be smart? I mean, that's under two hundred dollars for that watch. Okay, true. And then but you just know damn well Apple's gonna sell it for three or four. You... So I'm curious as to what more they're gonna add to it. I started thinking about it the other day, and I thought, 
the Nano was doing the whole interactive watch thing long ago because other companies were making watch bands for that thing probably right. four or five years ago. Yeah, but see, the only bad thing about the Nano is it's self-contained. You know, like if you're playing your music, you have a you have a headphone strapped to your wrist. Right. So but here's all they need to do, right? They need to – all they would have to do is – and even if they didn't want to take the headphone uh, adapter or the headphone jack out of the Nano, they didn't have to. All they have to do is add Bluetooth functionality to the Nano. Is there no Bluetooth? Well, I know the new ones. Well, the new ones are a new form factor. They're not square anymore, right? They're not. Yeah, they're different. So yeah. that kind of blows the whole thing out of the water. Beginning, right. But, but like the old ones, if, if it was still the old form, form factor, all they would have to do is add Bluetooth and – See, to me, that's almost like doing too much because you're saying that the watch would still have an iPod built into it, right? It'd have its own storage. Well, they, they could take – nah, they could take that functionality out. Okay. There's no reason for that, which essentially would make the device even cheaper. Right. Well, hopefully. Because the old Nanos have – it's got a touchscreen on it. Right. Yeah, I bought my mom one. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's no reason why that wouldn't work as Apple's smartwatch. Those so, didn't have Bluetooth? Know. They may very well have had Bluetooth, but they didn't have any kind of, you know. Well, I know it wasn't designed for. Maybe there's a hack for, for a watch it, or anything, but. Um, yeah, I could have sworn they had Bluetooth for like in the car and stuff. Yeah, I've been real, real antsy to see what Apple's going to do with this the whole smartwatch thing, because wearable tech is becoming. I mean, I don't know if you followed the stuff out of CES, but oh. there was there was a few more um, watches got announced down at CES. Yeah. I can't remember. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head what companies they were, but some of them were somewhat intriguing. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm retarded, dude. I, so I have my phone, I have my watch and now I have the LG tone plus, uh, Bluetooth headphones that you, it's just, it hangs on your neck and they oh, have yeah, these yeah. little magnetic things for the earbuds. Right. So I'm, I'm walking around just kind of retarded with all, all my different devices. Yeah, and I'm afraid to even see when that Google uh, Google Glass gets cost effective or available to us. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie; I've looked it up a few times. Yeah, me too. It looks retarded, though. I can't see myself wearing that, dude. You look stupid. Yeah, I I think if the form factor changes, right, which it, it will. They just announced prescription uh, frames for Google Glass. <laughs> so I mean, when the form factor changes and they make it kind of commercially accessible right to you know to to the average person I, i'll probably get one i'll probably get one to check it out i'm, I'm real interested to see out. what it's all about i'd like to see exactly what it can do same here and in all honesty if they don't i mean what it essentially does is kind of the same thing that that the smartwatch is doing now but the smartwatch is picking up far more steam, far quicker than iWearables. And so if Google doesn't do something soon and get it out to consumers, then, you know, we're going to have to go through, a, you know, a, a generation or so of smartwatches. Right. Which I don't mind. Like I said, I love my Pebble. I'm just super interested to see what Apple's going to do in that market space. Do, uh, do your bandmates still rag on you about that shit? No, they got over it. <laughs> but you know what? When when we're practicing, when we're rehearsing, I'll I'll rotate the face so it's not on the outside of my wrist, it's on the inside of my wrist, wrist, and I wear it on my left wrist, which is 
you know, I play guitar right-handed. All oh, right. So when that thing goes off, all I have to do is look straight down, and I can see who's texting me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I texted it. you something yesterday. I knew you guys were tracking, and I was. I think I said something like, "Yeah, I w- um, just wanted to send you a couple things. Won't bother you. I know you're recording." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was yeah. trying not to get your wrist to vibrate the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It. You know what though? It's super handy. Oh, it's it's great, dude. I I, I love it. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see what Apple does. I, I I will probably, you know, at least pick up one to try it out regardless, I'm sure. Right. Well, yeah. I'll check one out. I don't know if I'll pick it up. Yeah. I'd have to check it out first. The it's going to have to do – yeah, it's going to have to do something. It's They're going to have to pull the, quote, Apple and give me something that I want that I didn't know that I wanted. Right. Oh, yeah. You know. Speaking of that, I did actually think of something. There's, and it's not really. I guess it's a feature request. It's either a feature request or a pet peeve, because it doesn't do this. But when I get multiple messages, I have to click down on that button every time to scroll through that message before I can get to the next one. If I could just double tap the down yeah. button and jump to the yeah. next message, that's something I actually it pisses me off. I get multiple messages a lot. Like my emails, I'll get like six at a time. Oh yeah, and then have you ever like uh, reset your phone and then for some reason oh, your Pebble your yes. Pebble picks up every <laughs> single notification you've gotten that day? Yeah, and that shit just goes nuts for like thirty seconds. Yeah, even if you got notified already, it'll yep. notify you again. Yeah, yep. Oh, that drive me nuts. <laughs> but uh, what was I just gonna say? Oh, speaking of of things that came out of CES, we haven't had a chance to talk about PlayStation now. Uh, uh, since it got announced, because right. we've had we had that that break for the week, and then last week we did Rustcast. Right. I have. If anybody listening knows how this works, I got into the beta, and so I'll be checking it out. So how did you and, get into uh, the beta? I just signed First up for thought. it. Okay. Well, after they announced it, um, there was a page that you can go to. That it wasn't made clear that you were signing up or you were potentially signing up for a beta. It was more of a survey, and people caught on that like oh people taking this survey if you you know answer the questions properly in your accounts showed then they were selecting uh uh, beta candidates out of that survey so i just went i i filled out the survey and they probably saw that i owned every (laughs) sony instrument (laughs) under the sun and so i was you know i got into the beta and so did jimmy so the both of us will be able to talk about it but my my thing is and maybe somebody else that's or somebody that's listening can help me understand this better. It's all everything's done server side. I understand. So are, do they just have fucking warehouses full of PS3s that are running these games? I mean, I I understand they're probably not physically the PS3, but it's got to be you know the hardware that's inside the PS3. And I heard that that's what they're doing. Is they're just building these giant warehouses, right? With like just miles and miles of ps3s that are that are running these games and then streaming them streaming the inputs out to your tv which is allowing you to play the game right but it's gotta be crazy well what i wonder is so does that mean essentially there could on any given game be a queue what do you mean like well like let's say there's every ps3 if the service gets incredibly popular and they're, they don't have enough servers. 
could you oh. essentially be put into a queue and say you're next like, in line oh, to play sorry, this game? everyone's being used up right now. Like slapping quarters on the machine, right? Uh, or like getting into an MMO server, or you know, when your server's full, you go into a queue. It used to happen to Warcraft all the time, right? You you know, I'd hop on and I'd be like, oh, fuck, there's you know, thirty people in this queue, and I can't get in until thirty people have signed out. I could see that being an issue. So. I mean, that's how it has to be. Something has to be processing these games. And I would imagine they're just going to have some giant warehouse full of these servers somewhere. They're probably using a. <laughs> they're probably using some power from that uh, folding at home that they had people do. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's my biggest question is like, am, am I going to or could I potentially end up in a queue waiting to play any given game? So when do you when is that uh, access supposed to open up? Did they say uh, for your beta? I'm not sure. I'll have to look at the email again. It's gonna be relatively that. soon because summers are on the corner. If they yeah, stick it's to that soon. Date. It's it's within weeks. Oh, okay. And everybody I've talked to so far that played it at CES said it worked great. Granted, they were right. That could have been local servers. though, you know. Yeah. So I don't I. And then my other question about PlayStation Now is, I don't. It's just weird because this seems like a smart move, and Sony doesn't seem like that smart of a company. Well, I, you know, you, no, not the <laughs> knock on them, but I mean, look what they did with the PS3. Right, but I mean, you, know? you got to look at what they've been doing for the last few years with the PlayStation Plus. They kind of turned a corner, dude. Yeah, I just. I understand their future proofing. You just don't want to be too optimistic about it and get shut down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know on our predictions episode, I predicted like literally two days before they announced PlayStation Now that we wouldn't see Gaikai streaming this year. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I lost that prediction, unless it doesn't come out. Um, I could see that happening. I could see the, the launch date getting pushed back to like January of next year. Yeah. I just... My, my, my issue is I know they're future proofing and I know that's what they're doing is they're looking towards, you know, where things are moving. And they're saying that they're going to open up some, some of the PS3 catalog, some of the PS2 catalog, eventually some of the PS1 catalog. And you're, you're going to be able to stream not just to Sony consoles. So not just your PS3, not just your Vita and your PS4, but like Sony Brava TVs. So essentially, you're going to be able to play something like The Last of Us without owning a console. Right. So at what point do you not need a console anymore? Like, I'm just curious. It, well, do you it's think almost like future-proofing against things like, like the Steam OS? Because that's potentially, yeah. basically Steam's trying to get into your living room. Yeah. And I know that everybody... Everybody that I've talked to about this always says, well, yeah, you know, okay, so you're not going to need a PS4 to do it, but you're going to need a Sony Brava TV, and who wants to spend, you know, four or $5,000 right. on a TV? Yeah. But Sony has said, out, they said at CES that it's coming to, to Sony platforms, but in the future, it could or may come to anything that streams. I mean, yeah, why wouldn't they license you could that? do this on your iPad. You can do this on your iPhone. You could do it on your Mac. You could do it on your Apple TV. Right. I mean, anything that streams would essentially be able to run this no problem. So how far – so 
I, I mean, I guess it's going to have to be, you know, it depends on how wide they open this library. I mean, if they just go every PS3 game is streamable, why would anybody ever buy a PS3? Right. Or the same thing with a PS4. And I know they haven't announced PS4 games for the service yet, but you know that's where they're going with it. Mm, I doubt so. Though. Are, uh, yeah. are we ever going to see a PlayStation 5? You know, like, is this... I've always heard, you know, people like uh, Michael Patcher and those guys talk, talking about the end of consoles or whatever, but is something like this service potentially going to be the end of consoles? Because, I mean, let's be honest, it's not like Microsoft or Sony or even Nintendo for their their consoles, not their handhelds, but it's not like any of them make a shit ton of money off their consoles. Right. No, yeah, they always lose money on them until, like, the so, second half of the, the life cycle. This seems like it would be... You know, primo for them. That's what it's what they would you would think they would want to move towards, but then that opens up a whole other can of worms of how how do you track sales and stuff? You know, a game comes out now. You know, you get a game like Last of Us, and they go, "Oh, you know, it sold a million and a half units in two weeks, or whatever the case was for that that game." How do they? How would they track that now? Right. Well, <laughs> it, how do developers, you know, like it's it's just gonna it's going to change everything, because numbers right now don't. I'm fairly certain numbers still don't sales numbers don't include digital downloads or the digital marketplace at all. Oh, they don't. <clears throat> so when you hear a game like GTA has sold you know five million units in two days or whatever it was, that. That didn't count digital sales. So essentially it could be five and a half million units or six million units or however many digital copies they sold. That does that you know, I'm fairly certain that still doesn't count in those numbers. Huh. I would think it would. I mean because aren't, no, aren't like TV company or TV networks counting DVR recordings now? Because before they weren't, right? No, they weren't. I think they are and now. Now you would I'm think not that, sure. yeah. that the game industry would want to you know use those numbers to bolster their portfolios and stuff yeah the uh, last i had heard i didn't i didn't think those numbers counted if somebody knows correct me you know let us know but i, I thought that hmm. i don't know <laughs> it just seems weird it seems like don't get me wrong i dig it i like the fact that sony if you depending on how you look at it could be cannibalizing their business you know it's something that apple's done over and over and over again. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they'll do it in a way that won't take too much off their plate. Yeah. I'm sure. Well, they not. can't because they're part, you know, uh, some of their partners, their big partners right now are retail stores still. Yeah. And they certainly wouldn't want to, you know, ax those guys out right away. Right. But like, <laughs> yeah. Like the whole GameStop thing with the mm -hmm. uh, uh, game sharing and stuff. It's just weird. I don't know gonna be cool though I, I look forward to the beta yeah i'm looking forward to it i really do want to check that out as far as um you know being able to play older games that i missed and i don't feel like hunting down a, a hard copy anthony's backlog of shame could <laughs> finally get some catching up they won't <laughs> and not only that dude but you'll be able to play it with your dualshock 4 oh uh, oh yeah that's one thing i would like yeah be able to play some ps3 games with a good controller yeah that's true speaking of uh PS3 games with a good controller. 
Tomb Are Raider. You play Tomb Raider. <laughs> uh, you know, I almost downloaded it this weekend, but I knew if so I did that. So it's out now. Yeah. The definitive edition is out now, and I loved uh, Tomb Raider on my PS3. I and I would probably play it again. So I'm considering picking up the definitive edition because it's got all the DLC and everything included. Are you still buying physical copies? Oh yeah. Yeah. When do you do you know me? I buy collectors. Man. I know me too. That's the thing. Like the collector in me wants to. As long as they're going to shit. sell me a fucking Master Chief helmet, I will buy <laughs> physical copies. You know. Now, what if a game comes out without a collector's edition? Are you still buying that physical copy, or are you gonna? Dude, my my library is huge. I'm running out of I'm, room. I'm still buying physical copies. Yeah? yeah, I was I was considering moving to digital, but the collector in me doesn't want to let me do that. The only thing I've moved to about 50% digital in is the handheld space. So like my Vita, I have a lot of I have a lot of cards, but I also am buying uh digital. Okay. But the thing that stops me from doing that right now is space. You know, I got a 32 gig card on my Vita and I'm full. I have to take shit off every time I buy something. Yeah, that sucks. And the whole point of me having a Vita is to have a traveling library. <laughs> You know, I don't want to delete a game so I can install a game. I want all my games on my – and that's why people – you know, I got a 128-gig uh, iPad, and I got a 64-gig iPhone, and they're full all the time. Whenever I, del- whenever I download some, I got to remove something, and people are like, oh, God, why do you need so much crap on your phone? But it's like <laughs> that's the whole point in, right. in mobile media is exactly. to have it all on the go. Right? I, I don't want to have to go – Yeah, dude, well, I'm sure if they had the game. same thing, they would – that shit would be fucking full too because mine's full. I don't have that much space, but I know if I did have that much space, it'd be full again. Yeah. It just, I don't know. I don't think I'll be switching to digital media anytime soon. I almost, I even still buy Blu-rays. Oh, me too. Um, My music, I don't buy CDs anymore. Oh, I don't buy CDs anymore at all. Yeah. Which, I, I, yeah, I stopped doing that a long time ago. I almost went digital with Grand Theft Auto 5. Almost because hmm. it I didn't want to go to the store at midnight. Okay. I just yeah. wanted to kind of over download that. it. Yeah. So I thought I'll just download it. It's already available. I could pre-order it. Then when I realized that I couldn't I couldn't uh preload the game. You had to you couldn't start downloading until midnight that night. Oh, okay. Dude, it how big was that game? It was like <laughs> a massively large download that anybody who's played the PS3 knows would have taken three or four fucking days to download. <laughs> so actually it took me far less time to just go to the store, buy a copy of the game, come home and play it instead of waiting an extra three days to wait for the download Yeah, and hope that it doesn't air out or I don't have any problems with the servers or it's or not bogged down by traffic and shit. Right. Plus, every once I don't get rid of games very seldomly. Yeah, I rarely. But when you have a game. physical copy, you have the option of doing so. Right. You own and it. And that's yeah. That's one of the things that I just I always feel like there's not a defined enough line in digital rights yet for me to go. Man, you know, well, like, think about this. What if back in the day on the S, the NES or the SNES, what if those were digital? And what if that service wasn't available anymore? None of those games would you be able to play. Yep. 
as where right now I've got, you know, a giant catalog of, of NES games and SNES games and Genesis games and Atari games and, you know, Jaguar games and Virtual Boy games. I could play all those whenever I want. Right. Well, you're kind of a, a rarity, though. Like, and, and most of the people in the game industry, they have big collections like that. But when people that don't, they don't have those collections. Let's say, let's say you were, you had all this shit as a kid. You stopped playing games or whatever, grew up, and now you want to play this stuff again. You can't really get them. Not the stuff that you want. It would take you forever yeah. to track a bunch of this shit down. So, but, but you could. Yeah. As where with a digital service, if that goes offline, it would offline, just be gone. Yeah, that's true. You're fucked. And not only that, but you spent the money on it. Like a lot of these games that I have, I have not because I went back out and hunted for them. Some of them I did, but like a lot of them, you know, all my consoles are from my childhood. It's not like I, you know, have gone out and reacquired. Even though I do shit. own multiple, <laughs> multiple, multiple copies of the same console and the same game, just because for some reason. Um, most of it is stuff that I bought. So I couldn't imagine, like, let's say I bought um, Grand Theft Auto V digitally. Or let's say that's the only way they offered it was digital. So I downloaded Grand Theft Auto V. I played it on my PS3. I loved it. Ten years from now, 15 years from now, I want to go back and play Grand Theft Auto V because I want to re-experience it. What happens if that hard drive is crashed or you know something happened to that console and that service isn't available anymore. Well, let's say for some odd reason, PlayStation Network is no more, or um, the it's not downloadable anymore. Right. Or like how like they couldn't what? do backwards compatibility because of NVIDIA and ATI incompatibilities right. and shit. It just makes you think like, well, then what? Then how how does the digital rights work? Do I own this? Do I just do I just did I just buy? the privilege to download or when I buy a physical copy, I have it in my hand. I know it's mine. Right. That plastic is mine and it goes on my shelf and I could always play it. That's one of the reasons I'm, I'm pretty, uh, or I'm heavily considering that PC dude, PC gaming. Cause yeah. you can get all that shit still. Yeah. You know, I can go back and get a game from 10 years ago and it'll fucking run on windows. Steam Steam is making it they're making it real uh, uh, they're making it real hard man <laughs> real hard I, to not to it, not yeah. get on yeah I mean it's just it's it's super convincing to hop onto Steam and go like well fuck well like we were talking about earlier which I'm glad I never bought Metro Last Light <laughs> I never bought it because it's continued to be unless I go to GameStop and get it at a $5 discount because it's used it's still it's still a $50 game right. or a $60 game in some cases. So I never went out and bought it, even though I wanted to play it. Well, I go on Steam, and it's like the other day on a Steam sale, it was $18. Yeah. The same game on my console is $60 new. Yep. Steam is selling. Steam will sell it to me for $16. I almost bought it. Luckily, Sony stepped up and <laughs> put it on their PlayStation <laughs> Plus service, which is great. But case in point, but if they I hadn't done that all the time on PC. Yeah. I I almost thought oh, I'm just going I'm just going to buy it on PC and play it on PC then. And now that Steam is a platform that has friends lists and has, you know, some sort of a voice chat thing and it has it has achievements. 
and the card system is pretty cool. That was one thing that that uh, PC gaming could never give me in the past is a unified experience. You know, it's like you just kind of played. You weren't playing. It was all self-contained. Kind of, yeah. yeah. And now, now PC gaming, for the most part, would be considered the Steam platform. You know, like you don't go into a store really and buy PC games anymore. Right. No, oh, yeah. You buy them on the Steam platform, and all your friends are buying them on the Steam platform. And now that there is a platform to speak of where you can look and see what your friends are playing and compare how far you've gone, just like Xbox Live was, you know, 10 years ago, just like PlayStation Network has kind of grown to be. It's like, it's real convincing. It's like, oh. <laughs> so do you think if you do end up building a, a system... Do you think that you would just start playing everything minus exclusives on PC? I think so. I think, well, mm. I think it's a, a high possibility. Now, let me ask you, are you going to play them on a monitor or are you going to play them on your TV? Uh, I'll probably start on a monitor first. Because that's, that's oh, my... I don't know. I may just move that shit to my game room and put it on my big TV. I don't know. Yeah. That's my thing right now is I don't... I don't want to play them on a monitor. Right, me either. That was, I like sitting on my couch. That's always been the thing for me. That's always been it. I hate – I don't want to play my game sitting in my computer chair. I want to play it on the couch. I want to kick my feet up. And I'm sure there's computer chairs and desks that do all that shit, but I just want to put it on my TV. Yeah. <sighs> I might follow suit, man. I might be right behind you. Yeah. I may just set that shit up right next to my, my – uh, where my 360 used to be. I might just yeah. knock it. And <laughs> you can run it in big picture mode now. Right, I mean, exactly. When you, I, I don't know how many people play in big picture mode, but when you when you hit that button, it turns. Whatever you're playing on, I play on my MacBook Pro. When I hit that button, it turns my MacBook Pro pretty much into a Steam machine. Right. Well, that's I that's mean, all it is. That's all Steam machine is. It's well, it's a system OS and everything. Uh-huh. It's, yeah. It's, uh, it's real convincing. Yeah. Which is what Valve, I think, has always wanted. I think Valve's always wanted to bring PC gaming into, or I guess more or less bring console gamers into that PC world. Right. And they're doing so now by not by masking it to make it a unified system and not look like that weird wild west of PC gaming that it's always been. Right. Where it's like, hey, here's a PC game. Maybe you can run it. Maybe you can't. <laughs> Maybe you got a video card that works. Maybe DirectX works. Maybe it doesn't. You know, it's like you don't have to guess about that shit anymore. Steam Steam has kind of streamlined all that to make it more or less a console experience. So it's kind of steering this old console gamer over a little bit. Yeah. I, oh, you'll be there with me. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll be sure. picking out your video cards and everything. <clears throat> yeah. And speaking on... I just want to bring this up real quick. Digital or uh, digital media versus physical media. My my obsession with vinyl has gotten out of control. <laughs> so it you has... you buy you buy new vinyl, right? Or or you go digging nah, for both. old stuff, right? Both. Yeah, I buy both. So now do you have a we, uh do you have a plan of what you're looking for when you go looking for older stuff or do you just Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. So we have in in Northern California. We have these stores called Dimple oh, Records, which you know because you you lived up that, here. I really miss those stores. There's five locations in Northern California, and every Dimple Records has 
a vinyl section. And a week, two weeks ago, they had a sale on all records, 20% off. So vinyl records. So new or used. So um, you go into Dimple and depending on what you're looking for, they have, I mean, they have a selection used wise. They probably have a selection of over a thousand vinyl to choose from. And right. yeah, they got a pretty. They good range from ninety nine cents, fifty cents, ninety nine cents to four or five bucks. And you can go in there with twenty bucks and walk out of there with potentially walk out of there with twenty different records. Right. Um. So I've gone down this just crazy rabbit <laughs> hole of. I went to IKEA and bought these record shelves. Oh, I was about to ask. Wait, let me guess. The Expedite. Yep. Fuck yeah! I'm about to get those, dude. Such a fucking rad shelf. Yeah. It fits vinyl perfectly. Okay, so, so you do like it. It doesn't have a back though, right? It's just open on both ends. No back. No, yeah. It's open on both ends, but I push it all the way up against the wall. Right, right, right. My record player is on top of it. And then I, by in alphabetical order, I've filled up one of those things in the last two weeks. Oh, nice. Was it the – well, wait, how, uh, how many slots did it have? The eight it's or a, four? It's the four slot. Okay. Yeah, I want to get the eight. I have enough to fill up four, but then I have other shit I want to put the other. Yeah, in. just in like the last two weeks, I've filled one of those things up, <laughs> and I find my and now I found myself new vinyl hunting as well. Yeah, there's there's a few things I want to get on vinyl that are new. Other than that, I really don't collect vinyl the way you do because you collect it for listening, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just buy it. I buy it for sampling. So, yeah. See, I bought. I bought. Uh, that's the only bad thing, man. New vinyl, kind of expensive. Fuck yeah, it's expensive. It's like 20 bucks. At least. Yeah. Depending on what you're buying. And so, then they're usually double because nowadays people put way more songs on shit. Yeah. So you're Well, getting... and most of it is limited. It's a limited run most of the time, so they go out of print pretty quick. Yep. So the last couple of weeks I've been hunting for a few Death Cab for Cutie records and uh, any City in Color records because – all, their sh- all his shit's out of print. Um, and so I went to Dumple Records yesterday and found um, the newest City and Color record, and then I found uh, Father John Misty's Fear Fun. Oh, nice. I I bought both of those, and it was like 45 bucks for just the two records. <laughs> then I go next door to the actual vinyl store, the because Dim- they – and Arden, over on Arden, they separated the stores now. So you got Dimple Records proper, and then you have another Dimple Records that's just for vinyl. Oh, Dimple books. Vinyl. Okay. So I go into the Dimple Vinyl, and that's where all their old stuff is. For 20 bucks, I walked in there with like 25 records. And <laughs> <laughs> just like, and I understand the new vinyl is 180 grams, so it's real nice and durable and thick. And right, right. Sometimes they do color vinyl, and they, you know, they. They do add digital quality. downloads to, you know, they add a little download card in there so you can download everything. And Yeah, I mean, it's, but I, yeah, I realized that yesterday after spending, you know, 75 or so dollars on vinyl that I probably have a problem and I need to slow it down a little <laughs> bit. Oh, that's the thing, man. That's the thing with being a collector. You're always going to find something else you want to start collecting. Yeah. Well, and I've always I've always bought vinyl. I've always been into vinyl. Matter of fact, anybody listening that is also a fan of the band, we probably will will be releasing this uh, this new record someday when it comes out. 
we'll probably release it on vinyl as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's and dude, that that's a expensive process. Well, yeah, if if we were self-releasing this record, we wouldn't be doing it on vinyl. Yeah, that's for sure. So, because that shit's just incredibly expensive to press. <laughs> Which now I understand why you know a new a new artist vinyl is like twenty five bucks. Right. Yeah, I mean it's, it's not it's it's ex, it's expensive to what you're used to paying, but it's not really unreasonable considering everything that goes into it. Yeah. Mm. It's an obsession though. It's like <laughs> tattoos. You get one. It's like the other day I, I had just cash in my pocket and I'm I am not very far from Dimple. I'm like walking distance. Oh yeah, I remember. I just have cash. And it was only I only had like six dollars, but I thought, man, I could throw my son in the backpack, walk over to Dimple, and probably walk out of there with like six new records, <laughs> with six bucks in my pocket. Did you say throw so, my son in the backpack? Yeah, I got a little not oh. not like oh. <laughs> not like my laptop bag, you know. I'm not like shoving him in there with my laptop, like fucking my Yoda and shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have like a like an actual pack pack. Have you seen the Yoda pack or the? Oh yeah, the, dude, you need to get that shit. Well, Panda, I just talked to Panda Musk uh, a couple days ago, and we were talk. He was talking about doing a uh, a drawing for me of me and my son as uh, Luke and Yoda. I'd be rad in the Jedi training <laughs> on Dagobah. Yeah, but uh, crap! What else was there? There's something else that I wanted to talk about with vinyl, and I can't remember. Anyway, yeah, it's a it's it's an obsession. Anybody yeah. that wants to talk about it, write it in, please. I'd love to hear your vinyl stories. Yeah, I really want to get your those. your collection uh, like? I need to get that Expedit shit. I'm probably going to get like three of them because I, I was considering putting my comic books in there too. My short boxes. Mm. Mm-hmm. They're they pretty sturdy, well. right? Yeah. The, it'll, Incredibly sturdy. They're really thick. Because the issue I have now with, with the solution I have for storing my vinyl is they bow when I get too many records on them. That'll never happen with these. These okay. are incredibly thick. Okay. Yeah what i want to hear so uh let's see what what is coming out we're we're about to hit we're about to hit a a little bit of a little bit of a slippery slope here on the games i know one that i'm gonna probably get stopped up on (laughs) (laughs) we hit a tree not get to play anything so uh the end of the month we get thief yes and then the next month we get uh, – well, we get a lot more than that at the end of this month. I think we get Thief uh, Dark Souls 2. Is that coming out already? Might Shit. be coming out in February. I can't remember if it's February or March now. Don't quote me on that. Um, but there, it's like – Square has like three games coming out at the same time. Okay. Uh, but Thief, Dark Souls 2, uh, Infamous, yeah. Second Son – Titanfall, um, which you'll play for like a week. Yeah, and I'll probably tell you that it's I'm gonna play it for months. <laughs> oh, dude, the first day you uh, get it, you're gonna be like, "Oh, this is it. This is finally it. I'm finally gonna have a multiplayer game I'm gonna get into." A week later, you're gonna on. be like, "I'm done." Yeah, that's, that's how it works. <laughs> Something else was coming out. Anyways, there's a lot. Oh, oh, uh, Witcher. All right. Which is probably like one of my most anticipated games. Uh. So, since you have such limited time. Yes, I do. And you don't want to add to that backlog of shame. 
Which which one of these games are you going to focus on? Of those three, or of, of the, the ones that, that are coming mentioned? out in the next few months? I really want to play Thief. And well, what day does uh, Infamous come out on in March? Is it towards the end of the month? I believe so. I should it, be fine. it is the end of the month. I just don't remember what day it is. I, I should be okay with that one. I might be a week late to that one or something because school ends in the end of March for me. Right. So I'll be able to play that. So I'll probably just be – I'm going to get Thief. And Titanfall, I've made a bet to somebody, that, and now they have to buy that for me. So I'll be getting that. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning Returns, that's that's one of the other uh, – which I could give two shits about. Sorry, guys, if you're Final Fantasy fans, but I'm not. Right. I'd like to check that out. I, I like some old Final Fantasy. Yeah. But who knows? I probably won't stick with it if it's no good. But yeah, Thief. Thief, Thief. is my pick. So Thief above The Witcher and Infamous. No, no, no. no. Infamous I'll oh, you're be not getting. counting Infamous. Well, Infamous I'll be getting, and I'll have time to play it because it'll come out right when I stop school. So that one I'll oh, be getting. Oh, Castlevania, Castlevania Lords of Shadows 2. <laughs> Lords of Shadow 2. Is coming out also at the end of the month, okay. which I don't know if you played the first one or not. I didn't, and I haven't played any Witchers, which is why I really have no. That's not on a priority list for me because I don't, I don't know it. If this makes you feel any better, I haven't played The Witcher one. I've played The Witcher two, and I don't feel like I missed anything from The Witcher one. And I just read in an interview from the guys over at CD Projekt Red, excuse me, that you can jump into Witcher three. And not have any knowledge of one or two and be okay. Okay. I probably would have done that anyways. <laughs> and I also hear rumors that they're they're uh, going to do some sort of HD? graphic novel. Uh, they're going to do some sort of graphic uh -huh. novel that kind of bridges what happens in 2-3 for the people who haven't played. Because by all means, The Witcher is not or was not a console franchise. That was a PC franchise. Okay. Um. The Witcher 2 didn't come out. As a matter of fact, the only console it came out on was the Xbox 360, and it was the, quote, legendary version or definitive version or whatever they called it. And it didn't come out until like a year and a half or so after the PC huh. version had already been out. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'm sure I'll I'll want to check that out eventually. I don't know if I will. It was, it was one of those retarded-ass PC claims where it was like, oh, this is just one of those games that could only run on a PC. Oh, right. Like and Crisis. And then a year later, yeah. And then a year later, it was on the Xbox. To be fair, though, Crisis did choke the shit out of some PCs. Oh, it did. <laughs> the first one did. Well, and remember remember the first Far Cry? Yeah, first Far Cry beat the when shit I built out that of my shuttle PC, box? too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, uh, the shuttle. Yeah. So what else was there? Dark Souls. Let me see what the date on Dark Souls was. I can't remember. Yeah, um, March March 11th on Dark Souls 2. But here's the thing. Are you going to plug in your PS3 to play it? Oh, it's a PS3 exclusive? It's well, PS3 not and exclusive, Xbox 360. Yeah, it's not coming to next. Uh, nope. nope. Not going to happen. As much as I love the franchise, man, I... I think I'm just going to start my, my backlog slate clean right here and play nothing but current gen now. <laughs> nothing but current <laughs> gen forward. Yeah. See, I, I'm, I'm having a real hard time with plugging my PS3 and my 360 back in because there's two things that I really want to play right now that aren't on these new consoles and that is and I already own them the uh, 
the downloadable content for um, Bioshock Infinite. Okay. Burial at Sea, which I bought the season pass, so I have it. And then the downloadable content that will be coming out pretty soon for uh, Last of Us. Oh, I know. You know what? I would plug it back in for that. Which I have a season pass for and I own. So, But I just find it really hard to do. Like, I just... I don't know. I don't know if it's a mindset thing. I can tell you one thing. It's a tech thing because I don't have enough fucking outputs on my receiver to plug in all that shit. Mono price. <laughs> <laughs> they, they can help you out. Yeah, I know. Get that HDMI I just, switch. I, I, Remember that I don't switch? have enough shelf space. Remember the switch we had? Remember we both bought that big-ass Pelican switch for our – Oh, uh, yeah. I still have it. Our Xboxes with all those different component cables and shit. Yeah, still own it. Well, there was two versions, right? There I got was, rid of mine. They, yeah, they the finally original made one, one with HDMI. The black one I had uh, was just component. Yeah. And it had five component channels, six component channels. Yeah. It was eight channels total, but it had fi- five or six of them were component, which, you know, then, before HDMI, was the shit. And then they, they up updated it with an HDMI version, which I ended up buying as well. I never bought But now I one. just run everything through my receiver. Uh, that was back when I was still running HDMI for video and optical for audio. Right. I still do that. I run the optical out of the back of my TV to my receiver. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I just I just run HDMI for everything. One cable. But you run your HDMI into your uh, receiver, right? Yeah. So you have a surround sound receiver that has HDMI inputs? Yep. Got five inputs. And I've got... Fuck, what do you have right. in there that you can't plug in all... F- for your consoles? Let's see. I've got an Apple TV. Oh, okay. I've got my Comcast uh, cable box. I've got my PS4. I've got my Xbox One. And maybe it only has four up, four inputs. Okay. Because five is pretty good. Okay, so it has four. And those are the four things that I have plugged in. And your Wii U? you got a Wii U in there too, right? That's, that's, that's in the bedroom. It's holding the window open. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's this that's the system that every once in a while I'll boot up and like scroll through Netflix on it because I can use the gamepad to right. scroll through right. it while I'm laying in bed. <laughs> but other than that, I don't know. Yeah. I've got a Wii U somewhere underneath all those DVD cases. Yeah. I knock that shit over and I see like a little corner of a console and I'm like, oh, what is that? Yeah. I have actually been considering getting one of those mono price uh splitter things. Yeah, I probably should. They're cheap. They're super cheap, dude. Yeah. And they're super functional. The guys on uh, Techzilla and HD Nation, they recommend them. So. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Shit, I just realized we're running at uh, almost an hour and a half. We should probably wrap it up. Oh, yeah. Actually, I think the battery on my my lab mic is going to go out. So, got yeah, anything else? Wrap it up. Um, no, you got any uh, emails or tweets you want to... Man, yeah. I gotta be honest. I just got back from the hills. I haven't even looked. Oh, that's right. You're up there tracking. <laughs> but uh, next week we are. If you're into Ollie Ollie, like me and Mr. Champagne are, I guess Mr. Champagne's his dad. I shouldn't call him that. Jimbo. <laughs> if you're into Ollie Ollie like we are, uh, we have some special stuff for next week's episode. We're gonna be doing a, a little, a little bit of a podcast, a little bit of an interview snippets with. Uh, the dudes over at Roll7, the guys who made Ollie Ollie. So if you have questions for them, uh, you can email us. What email are we using right now? 
that's on you, brother. The Gmail. Let's let's switch back to the Gmail because we're having some server issues with the other one. Um, which is thirty uh, sixth man podcast at gmail dot com. Okay. Uh, so you can email everything to that, you or you can just tweet at us. Yeah. Uh, I'm Life in Twenty Four Frames. Anthony is Necron ninety nine with two Ks. Two Ks, two nines. And Jimbo, who isn't here today, but is here in spirit, is Jimmy Champagne. <laughs> with no with G. No G. So not like the sexy kind. Yeah. Like the Jimmy kind. He was too much of a G to put that G in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, thanks for joining us. This is February 2nd, which technically is episode number 10. And we will see you next week. Peace.